What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. I hope you're all well. I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. Um, before we get into today's Instagram Q and A, so I put out some Instagram posts today at the seven seven o'clock this morning. So it's currently nine. So if you're an early bird, uh, great, we get your questions answered. There is literally like 200 questions in about an hour, so I'll do my best to get through as many of them. Uh, but first, I want to shout out today's podcast sponsors, Heavy Duty Gymwear. They've just sent me out some of their new stuff, uh, which is really, really nice. Uh, they've had a slight rebrand, which is really, really cool. Um, they got they got some bags in this, 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 this new launch. Um, they've had some new long sleeve colors in. And they stuck with their same heavy duty uh, gym wear branding, which is really, really clean, uh, super, super comfy stuff. And I highly recommend you guys to check it out. So, heavy duty gym wear. Uh, thank you for sponsoring today's podcast. And um, let's get into the podcast. So, I'm going to open up these questions right here. I like to do them free, but I don't like to like write down the questions and uh, like plan an answer because I always feel like. You know what? Planning an answer actually makes sense now that I've said that, but <laughs> I quite like the uh, the freeball one. So, uh, first question: What is your off cycle off season cycle going to be? Banter. People love this, don't they? Um, it's going to be really, really boring, and I'm going to say it's going to be the same as prep, but minus the mastron and orals, like a little bit of test, bit of primo, uh, low dose trenty. Uh, growth hormone, and that's it. That's literally it. Like I grow really, really. That's literally what I used in my last off season, and I grew really, really well on it. So there is no, there's no real reason um, that I should be doing it. So, or should be doing any di- anything different? I should say. You know, there is other drugs that we can use. Um, I've used a few drugs, like you know, a lot of people use MPP in an off season to to utilize that glutocorticoid binding that Trenny offers offers as well. For me, like, uh, to be fair, I only used MPP when I was pretty high body fat. And my blood pressure just, like, shot through the roof and the, so did the water. Um, so I, I would be open to using a little bit of MPP again. But at this point, I'm just going to stick with what we know. There's no reason for us to push the boat out um, and, and push things too hard. So we'll see how we get on with those. I will do a little bit of an updated one when I get my full cycle. I'm obviously still, like, I'm still on TRT. I'm not even thinking about... I am thinking about it, <laughs> getting on a, on a blast, but it's not going to be happening at least for another week to two weeks, probably two weeks. And I know the basics of the drugs that it's going to be. I've got all the drugs. Like whenever I buy drugs and I, I have find a good brand or a good, uh, yeah, a good brand or a good lab, I generally buy like ten of them. So just I I just know that I've got stock. So I have stock from like last year from a really really good brand, and I bought like ten of them. Like ten, like for example, bought like ten testosterone E's, so I know that I've got testosterone E for like two years or something. Probably not two years. I think it's about a year, um, because it's a good brand, and I think it's just a, it just makes sense. And testosterone isn't necessarily going to go out of uh, out of date, sell by date. <laughs> How did you afford bodybuilding diet at uni? Um, so this is one of those questions that. For me, like for me, like a lot of this obviously depends on your background, how much money you get from parents, or how much money you've got in general. If you've got a job, um, for me, my parents used to send me money every week. My dad used to send me, I think it was a hundred pound a week. So I used to have a hundred pound a week that I could spend on on food, which is a lot when you're you're at uni, obviously. Um, and then obviously you had your student loan as well. 
So it wasn't too bad, to be honest, but you can really do things that maximize your spending. So you can buy chicken in bulk from, from the local butcher or, or from muscle food or wherever you want to get it from. You can buy five five kilos for five pound a kilo, which is which is pretty darn good. You can buy those ten kilo bags of rice. I've I've actually got a ten kilo bag of rice here at home because it does. Why would I not buy a ten kilo bag of rice when I have rice every day? Um, so like you can buy ten kilo bags of rice. You can buy huge bags of potatoes. You can go to the farms and get huge bags of potatoes that like literally like ten kilos of potatoes that are really really cheap as well. So you can do it cheap. Um, I definitely probably didn't do it that cheap. I didn't like consciously like. I need to spend less because I'm at uni because I, I was very very fortunate and my dad gave me 100 pound a week for 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 food and whatever else I needed needed it for um so yeah um the question here is um what is the plan for 2022 with pro status now um so I'm definitely going to be competing next year I'm definitely going to be um hitting the pro stages next year with a hopefully a few more kilos of muscle and then we'll uh, see what we can do. Really, like it's 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 a bit of an unknown. I feel like there's going to be no pressure to like kind of win the win, like because that's pretty fucking hard to do. But it's still going to be the pressure of people expecting the inevitable. But I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna push push real nice this the end of this year, and then uh, probably be prepping towards july i do want to go to america i really want to compete in america so we'll probably look to, to do that there um next question uh, tips on finding the balance in life when going from single to, to dating or having a partner uh, a lot of that is going to be in uh communication for sure it's going to be about communication and you gotta you gotta explain the things that you have that are non-negotiable if there is any of those things and then if there are things that are negotiable then of course you you, you balance those things in that way you know for example and I'm obviously I'm going to talk about bodybuilding but for me there are non-negotiables in 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 my day you know for example when I train uh, when I eat and we just have to balance those um, the best that you can you, you're going from a very very selfish scenario uh to a place when you're not so selfish so you got to practice and and I don't think it's I don't like here's the thing like I'm naturally a selfish person and that's pretty grim of me to say but I am naturally very very selfish so I have to try and not be selfish I put in things in place to, to not be selfish and 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 guess what sometimes I'm still selfish and sometimes I still forget about things about other people um but it, you, I get better and I get better and I get better at it because I really try and not do those things. So it it makes a lot of sense to um it, it makes a lot of sense to like to try and and like make that balance work rather than just like not put any effort in for for example. Uh, but I'm not a relationship guru. I'm really really sorry. <laughs> um, has there any be, has there been any investments which haven't worked out? Uh, for sure, for sure. Um, I think for me, uh, when I was younger, maybe 22, 23, I, um, I actually began to, to, to build a, build a business with some friends and, uh, I built, bu built some business with these friends and, um, and it didn't work out at all. It, it really didn't work out. It was, it put me in the position where, you know, I put some money into it. I had asked my parents for some money as well. And, uh, you know what, it, it it, it just it just didn't it didn't work out that well and we lost a lot of money we lost uh 
probably like seven grand between us. Uh, we kind of got taken for a ride by some people, and uh, that was probably the one the one investment that just didn't work out at all because we completely lost all of the money. Like there are obviously investments that you put money into and then you lose like a value of the money, um, but like literally we lost all the money. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the best thing for sure. Um, yeah, it was a bit difficult. Um, what's been your best investment to date? Ooh, nice question. Um, probably, probably Andy has probably been my best investment. Um, other than like the the typical like the time I put into myself. Like, yeah, I put a lot of time into myself, but uh, like actual investment into my career, and my business was definitely uh, videographer Andy. Um, he like I I have him on like a payroll per month. And it's and it's it's a lot of money. It's not cheap for three videos a week. Videographers cost a lot of money. Anyone who's paid for a videographer, you know what three videos a cost. Three videos a week costs like it's a lot of money. Um, but that I had to make that commitment in order to see that return in investment. And I was always going to commit to it for for the whole of prep. Like I'd set money aside for those four months of prep to pay for it. Big lump fucking sum. Um, obviously, I paid him in per month, but. Um, you know, when I finish prep or when you finish prep, uh, the things that I've noticed before have been like the motivation goes, you want a break, which is all deserved. You deserve a break. You deserve to like stop for a bit. But I just couldn't. I, I knew that if I'd stopped, like I probably, it would be really hard for me to pick things back up. Uh, and I was on such a good momentum with with views, with people following the, view, the videos, the I knew that I need to just commit to these three videos a week, every single week for like the next couple of years. And I appreciate there's going to be days or weeks when uh, that's not going to happen. For example, I was in hospital the other day, uh, the, the other week with, with hernia surgery. Like I couldn't post on that day. All right, cool. That's, that's fine. Um, I don't need to worry about that. But you know, the times I'm away for a week, I want to plan three videos ahead and committing to that. Um, not only is it had a return on investment, uh, with likes, follows, like my, my monetary value or my the money that I earn for YouTube has gone up. Not there's nothing crazy still. Um, it's still not paying. It's not still not paying for Andy. I'm still out of pocket paying for Andy. But the return on investment is is more just the amount of people that subscribe after because the quality is so good. The amount of people that like, the amount of people that comment, or driving all that interaction. And um, so that's probably the best investment that I've made, other than like you know time into yourself and stuff. Um, but I also do another side of it. So the best investment. In terms of actual money that I've invested, um, 100% has been the SBX 500, uh, SP 500, S&P 500, the, the top 500 companies that you can put money into. Um, I've probably put, I'm not going to say how much I've put in, but I, I'm looking at my, I'll click that right now. I'm literally looking at my stocks right now. Um, literally, I'm 137.16% up on my investment um, on the SP 500, which is really good. Closely followed by um, Ripple or XRP at fifty three percent, Microsoft thirty four percent, Airbus Group eighteen percent, Tesla eighteen percent, Google thirteen percent. Um, so those are like my best actual investments, like money investments, rather than like I wanted to do two sides of that story because there's investments into my business, but there's also like monetary investments as well. As Brandon and Anthony both bought an insane car, what is your dream car? Um, so Brandon bought an R8, which was really fucking naughty. I don't know what Anthony's got. Like, I've got the picture open. It almost looks like a bit of an R8 as well. 
but I actually don't know. Like, he's got, like, half the car on his post. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, no, it is an R8. It is an R8. His is, his is matte black and naughty. Uh, but it just shows how much these guys are making. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. And um, it's, it's very hard. I don't know what my dream car is because I think my dream car is, uh, is a Yaris for sure. But, like, there's a big part of me that just wants an electric car. So... The Yaris is not is not an electric car, uh, so like I want a Tesla. Like a Tesla SUV would be really nice, Tesla X. But like, there's that like little kid in me that wants something that just looks a bit naughty. Like the Tesla SUV is obviously fucking unreal. Like it it looks nice. The inside is like ten ten. The 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 speed, the power is obviously really good. The comfort's going to be amazing. Um, it's just like that look. Like it's not it's not R eight. It's not an R eight, isn't it? Like do you know what I mean? Um, so it, 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 it definitely, um, it definitely, right now, I would say my ultimate dream car is the Yaris. My next car is probably going to be uh, a Tesla. I'm probably going to get a Tesla. If, if I, if I could get out of my, my Audi contract right now, I'd, I'd get a Tesla tomorrow if I could. Well, I probably can't because you've got to order them and they won't come till next year, <laughs> but I'll probably order a Tesla next year. Maybe, um, if I can put myself in the position to do that uh, but it's very difficult like those like I've got such a I've got such a, a need for an electric car but I just want a real naughty one I was looking at the Porsche one but the Porsche one's crazy expensive I won't fit in a Porsche and then you look at the Audi e-trons and it's like for what they are it's like they're really really good but they're so fucking expensive man like you get the Audi e, e-tron like the a3 version of it I don't know what it's called and it's like fucking 60 grand for God's sake. It's like, you know, you're paying eight, nine hundred quid a month for that car. Which is nice, but it's not Tesla nice. Like, I'd prefer a Tesla over that, man. And they're very similar prices, so. It's crazy. Uh, can you recommend any, any, can you recommend any books on bodybuilding? I can't because I don't read. <laughs> I can read. I just don't read. Uh, what decision last year do you think was the most beneficial to your life? Um... I think last year I truly committed to the game of building social media as a business, building Warnamar as well. Like I, I actively said, right, this is what I'm gonna fucking do. I'm gonna make this work. And it was that mindset that probably helped me the most last year. And and it's just translated into success, you know? It really has just translated into success because I put every waking moment into, I say every waking moment, I put most of my waking moments into, you know, how to build, how I'm going to build my brand at a very high level. And I take loads of inspiration from people. I never wanted to start, you know, I never wanted to have a brand that people were just like, yeah, that's a nice brand. Everyone's talking about Wanamara at the moment. Everyone is talking about Wanamara at the moment. Everyone is talking about, the, the the motivation behind the brand, the the way we do business, our customer care, our products, they're all A1, and that is exactly how I wanted it to be. Um, I definitely started it not like that, and I vowed myself that I wouldn't let it continue like that, and I vowed to myself if I ever build up, bring out another, uh, another business, which I have one in my mind, it, I would only bring it out if it's going to be, well, this is high-quality shit. You know, and that's st that stuff costs money. That it does cost money to do all that stuff. You know, so I've got to pay people to make these posts. If you look at all the pictures on Wanamar now, every single picture is professionally taken. I have to pay for all those. Um, 
you know, I've even got, you know, um, I don't know what you call them, uh, graphic designers or digital designers. You know, I've got a digital designer who does all my products and, and he can make graphics of them and I have to pay that. Um, so definitely just, definitely just taking shit seriously was the biggest thing that I could have done. There's no like, it wasn't like a single decision. It was just a decision of, right, this is going to be my job now. Now start acting like it. Um, that's probably the biggest thing there. Um, any good deals on growth stocks? I'm not like, I'm not the, uh, the stock guy. Uh, I'm not a, uh, I'm not like a whiz with the stocks. I'm very much, uh, to buy and hold and focus on stocks that grow over the long period of time. Like SP 500, I got really lucky in the SP 500 cause I invested right when it had just dipped like crazy after, um, after coronavirus, like it, it dropped like, I don't even know how many, but maybe $500 or something. Uh, and I bought in like a lot of money into it just because I was like, right, the SP 500 naturally grows 10% per year for the last hundred years. Right. Let's just stick loads of money in it. Forget about it. And fortunately it's a hundred percent up. Like it's doubled the money. So it's, it's done really well. Um, does it matter what foods sups you get your protein source from? Uh, it definitely does. Like if you get some shitty, like some shitty protein that just like hurts your stomach all the time or, if you get all your protein from oats, for example, like you're not getting the complete amino acid spectrum. So you want to be getting complete proteins more often than not. A complete protein just means it has the complete amino acid chain of leucine, isoleucine, valine, and those essential amino acids. Um, all animal products have them in, like all meats, dairy. Um, if you combine certain things, like some miss a few EAAs or essential amino acids and if you combine them you have the full spectrum like rice and beans for example if you combine those um, you then like you have a full amino acid spectrum so for, for vegetarians vegans make sure you're combining rice and beans um, and yeah like that, that's, that's 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 pretty much it um, yeah. tips for building uh, the mind to muscle connection um do it slower Tr pick exercises that work with your biomechanics prime before your workouts if you don't know what priming is check out my latest youtube video where i talk go in depth on my training videos and the priming and the things we do first second third and why and um yeah that's good um is your injury almost over uh yes it is. So I just had a hernia, uh, which is where your abdominal wall splits open and your insides poke through it. <laughs> sounds fucking horrendous, doesn't it? It's not as bad as you think it is. Like hernias are like normal. Like pregnant women get it when, when they're pushing the baby out. Um, it's basically when you've got a lot of abdominal pressure like and you've got like a weak point. It, it, it happens sometimes around the umbilical cord or the belly button because there's like a few weak points in it. It also happens around your groins because there's a few weak points in it. Um, mine was an umbilical one. Uh, so I just had a weak point on the side of my belly button and uh, yeah, herniated, which just means it's split and there was like a little bit of, uh, I assume intestine poking out because you could like poke it back in and like poke it. It's fucking grim. Um, not like huge amounts, but they can get big. Like if you get a really big hole, like my dad had a really big hole so like his like whole belly button was sticking out and he now doesn't have a belly button because they just had to like whip it off, cut all the scar tissue off, sew it back together. It was pretty brutal. 
Um, so I was, I guess, I guess I got the best of all the hernias. <laughs> Does spending money on bud hinder your ability to invest and grow your business? Absolutely not, mate. Fucking hell. I'd be a fucking retard if I was doing that. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be so flippant. Bud is uh, cannabis, weed. I smoke weed, people. I smoke a bit of weed, mate. Uh, no, of course not. So I have uh, three businesses and they all have their own business accounts. I then get paid from one of the businesses um, and I use that money that I get paid. So I need that money that I get paid uh, I pay. I basically pay myself about sixty grand a year. I'm just gonna say it. I pay myself about sixty grand a year. The reason why I do that is because you can pay yourself eleven thousand five hundred pounds completely tax free. So that's about seven hundred and twelve pounds per month. You can then take out fifty thousand pounds in dividends. So dividends are a business taking out some money and paying someone basically. But when you take out dividends, you only get charged nineteen percent tax as opposed to the minimum of 20. But also, um, so I can take out 50,000 pounds on top of that 11,500. So that's 61,500 pounds that I can take out um, at 19% tax or 50,000 50, of that will be 90% tax. The first 11.5 will be free. If I was to just get paid as a self-employed person, 61,500 pound, 61,500, I would be getting charged 40% tax on that. But just because of the way the business structure is, um, I'm able to take out that much. If I was to, if I was to take out sixty two thousand pounds, I would then get taxed forty percent on that. So anything over that fifty thousand pounds that you take out of a business, you get charged forty percent on. So I just want to stay under that threshold. I have no need to spend more than sixty thousand pounds a year. In fact, that sixty thousand pounds a year, like twenty of it maybe gets put into savings, for example. Right. So I only need I need about fifteen hundred pounds for my rent, my bills, my food. Uh, and all the other things that come with just living life, and then anything else, I either, I spend on uh, extracurricular activities. Like uh, we go for a meal. Like I won't. I have to put the meals on my. I can't put them on my business account. So I'll, you know, I'll do my meals. Or when we go out for a, for a, for a hotel night, when I buy my weed, um, anything else. Like that's that money, and it's completely separate from my business now you might ask why do you pay yourself sixty thousand pounds when you could pay yourself 40 or 30 you know and maybe save some more of that money into the business well the thing about that is is that in terms of getting a mortgage in terms of getting loans you want to be paid a little bit more because you get you basically me and my girlfriend are eventually going to buy a house right she earns more than i do on paper because i only pay myself that much money right so me as a person earns less than she does as a person obviously my businesses earn a lot more um, but as me as a person like you get you can lend five times your your salary right so I couldn't take the total revenue of my businesses and be like can I have five times this because that's not how it works it has to be you as a person so I have been paying myself the higher threshold of what I can do for this last year um, because I know that if I do this year and then next year I've got two years of being paid Sixty thousand, sixty-one thousand pounds. We, I can then lend five times that, which is whatever it is, and then she can lend five times what she earns. I think it's the combined household actually. So, I add that sixty-one thousand five hundred to her salary, which I'm not going to say because it's not my business is hers. You then get five times that. So, I wanted to push my threshold as high as I could without taking that big hacks income, so we can get more lending to get a better house. If that makes sense. 
So that's why I pushed the threshold. If I didn't have that issue, I wouldn't be paying myself £60,000 a year. I'd be paying myself the minimum that I need, which is just not a lot, really. Um, I say not a lot, but it's it's whatever it is. So that's that's the reasoning um, behind it. I appreciate we started it. Do you spend money on weed and does it affect your business? If you are, if you have a drug habit or a, a extracurricular habit of maybe you like to go to hotels every weekend, maybe you like to eat out every day, and that money eats into your business money where you cannot no longer invest into more stuff, then that's silly and don't do that. <laughs> uh, why did you stop using the whoop so the whoop is really really good um i just i just needed to track my steps that's literally it and I, I, they've got loads of queries on their website why don't you track steps is because they think that their system is more accurate and it is for performance but for someone who needs to track their steps because it's something that we manipulate it, it just didn't work so i had to get rid of the whoop and then just get an Apple Watch instead, which is kind of frustrating because the Whoop is more in detail. But I, I also I do love the Apple Watch; it worked really, really well. Uh, do you agree with JP that people should begin with full body and move through splits? I don't think you need to start with it, but like starting with more frequency, like upper low, would be fine. Full body, yeah, it's fine. It might be a little bit much to start off with, but it, it is fine. Um, you can definitely do that. So yeah. Um, you're absolutely killing your clothing and accessories when you drop in new stuff. Thank you very much, dude. I appreciate that. Uh, we've been trying to kill it, you know. There's no, there's no like, there's no two ways about it. We've been trying to kill it. And I've got like some people behind the scenes that have been helping with business and it's really coming into fruition now. So we just got to keep pushing. The next drop will be hopefully mid-September. So about six weeks. And it's going to be a loungewear drop, including slippers, including um, joggers, shorts, um, a zip up hoodie and t-shirts and also there's a women's range as well uh, what gym recommendations did you get for Liverpool I got dedicated which is a Watson gym I got prophecy which is a Panata gym I don't like Panata or Watson um, so I'm going to be training at Elite but it is a private gym so I don't know if they um, I don't know if they do I don't know if um, I don't know if, if, if anyone else can go <laughs> Um, thoughts on cereals in an off season and benefits, bro. Food is food. Um, cereal is just an easy way to eat carbohydrates. And there's nothing special about cereal, but I absolutely love cereal. And if you love cereal, stay tuned. That's all I'm gonna say there. Uh, do you use an app to sheet, uh, an app or a sheet to track income versus expenses. Um, so I use QuickBooks. It's pretty cool. Like you link your bank accounts and you just get like the option to review all your payments. Um, so you can literally just uh, like they all come up and you click business, personal, uh, for entertainment, for uh, travel, and you can just like categorize it all. So I use that, but you do have to pay for it. And usually, usually your accountant will 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 have the back end of it. If that makes sense. So they can sign, they can like almost, they can't sign in, but they can sign into your account and see like your expenses so they can extract them and do it. So my accountant was using QuickBooks originally. Um, I am moving accountants soon, so I'll probably move all my stuff to Xero, which is X-E-R-O, which is just basically another accounting app. Um, do you think the fitness industry is still about fitness or about aesthetics? So I think you've got to distinguish fitness and 
bodybuilding, I think. Like, I feel like I'm in bodybuilding, not fitness. Fitness is more about health, in my opinion. And it's more about being fit, being healthy, being mobile, being functioning, having great blood work, being whatever. Being able to be strong, run fast, swim well, be mobile, not get injured. Like, that's, like, fitness for me. Uh, and bodybuilding is a little bit more extreme. Like, I definitely think we have elements of fitness in bodybuilding, and but it's obviously more about aesthetics. So you're probably, I don't know if you are, like, but you're probably in the bodybuilding industry a little bit more. Like, do you follow the muscle mentors? Do you follow me? Do you follow Tom? Do you follow Joe? Do you follow AJ Morris? Do you follow Revive Stronger? All these guys are all bodybuilders. They're not fitness guys. If you're following fitness guys, you know, you can look at, like, Lewis Young, uh... I don't fucking know anyone else. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Um, so, I've got to be a little bit conscious of that. Um, that disparity between fitness and bodybuilding. So that's my that's my opinion on that. Um, this is I'm just like scrolling through these. There's some some uh, some rubbish things. Uh, what is the breakdown of all of your investments? Wow. All right. Let's do it. So I have, from the bottom up, I am invested in, and this is a brutal one, I'm 42% down on it, uh, Coinbase, uh, Aurora Cannabis, Farfetched, Airbnb, Cardano, Bitcoin, Rolls-Royce, Netflix, Amazon, CRISPR Technology, Arc Fund, Ether, Palantir Technology, Neo Electric Car Company, Google, Tesla, Airbus, Microsoft, Ripple, um, SP500. I also, they're, they're, they're literally all the places that I put my money. I also invest £200 a month into a uh, help to buy ISA. I've been doing that for a few years. The, ma the max you can do is £200. I also put, um, I also try, I can't really yet because of the money that I want. I want to pay myself more so I can feel this, but you basically can have a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Like a government ISA, government stock and stocks and shares ISA. That's what it's called. And you can put twenty thousand pounds in there tax free. And anything you make on those stocks and shares, uh, normally you would pay capital gains tax on that. So, for example, all those that list I just listed out to you. So, for example, SP five hundred. I'm a thousand percent up. If you make ten thousand pounds, I have to pay capital gains tax on that. Um, but if you invest in a stock in a government stocks and shares ISA, you don't pay capital gains on those. So I try and maximize that as much as possible. So I put like two or three hundred pounds in there every month. Um, and I also, what else do I do? I think that's I think that's the extent of it. I'm sure there's something else. And I'm, I'm at that point in my life where like I invest a lot into my businesses because, like, I, I put a smart amount of money away every single month so that if I do this for the next five years, I'm going to be fucking sound. But also, I don't take out so much of the business that I can't run it efficiently and I can't put more money back into it. I think one thing that was really beneficial is that, well, I say it's beneficial. It wasn't beneficial at the time. But in 2019, maybe, when shit really started to kick off for me, like I didn't spend any money in my business at all. I didn't spend anything. I, didn't, I'd always, I just wanted to see the number go up. So I had like a big buffer of money in my account before I made my second business and my third business. Um, and it just helped me, um, it just helped me have that that buffer of my business. So then when I started investing, 
regardless, I still had that buffer in the bank. So I like I could take out I could keep taking out my investments and if I if my money was going down, like as in the money that I was earning and I was earning like maybe a net a net not profit. What's not what's the opposite of profit? <laughs> Fucking I'm rubbish at business. Um so yeah, like th- th- that's pr- that's pretty much um all of my investments pretty much. Um what are those lumps um in the midsections of many bodybuilders? I have no idea. Um I'm assuming hernias or like injection pumps. That's that's probably uh that's probably what it is. I don't know. Um pre-stage music choice. You know what, honestly, I like silence. I don't like to listen to too much music. I like to just um keep my head down and um be in the moment be really in the moment i think i think the music throws me off i want to just hear the people screaming i want to hear the music that they're playing on stage i want to visualize the stage i want to run my routine in my route like sometimes if i've got music in my head or something playing in my head um, or if i have like a podcast playing while i'm working like I, I i find it hard to concentrate on both personally like even if i'm just like programming like sometimes i find it quite hard to listen to the podcast and then program at the same time and i find myself like writing out the words of the podcast <laughs> So I don't want to like put mu- loud music in my head or like some soft music in my head because it takes me away from the focus of 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 competing. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty much what I do. Um, how do you smoke weed and manage productivity? Because I want my fucking goals, mate. Like I want my goals so bad that it hurts. Like it hurts. I wake up hungry to to get those goals, and smoking a joint is never going to stop me. Um, I've also smoked for a very long time, um, coming in like maybe 10 years now, literally nearly every day for 10 years, so I do have a tolerance, I don't like have, I don't lose my focus too easily, uh, I'm a highly focused person where I need to be, when I've got a task at hand and I know that needs to be done, nothing will stop that, um, I think that's, that's that's quite a nice thing, but um, yeah, I'm just going to do one or two more questions, because um, we are creeping on 35 minutes now. Um, so yeah, do you have a range of suppliers or do you work with one or two? Are they from Alibaba? This is the owner of Assist Your Lift. Dude, if you want to do a, a personalized Assist Your Lift and we want to work out a deal and we can stick one MR in it, you let me know, bro. Um, so yeah, I have a range of suppliers. So for clothing, um, I actually have a guy in the UK, which is really nice. Um, I was very fortunate to work with this guy and he was building his brand of like, so he goes in, he does like corporate people. So like BMW, for example, you see they all wear BMW stuff, you know, BMW t-shirts, like he does all that. Um, and he got in with his his dad owned BMW in the Cotswolds um, and he got in there first Then he started, you know, doing a few other teams. Um, and then I thought, oh, can you do some hoodies for me? He's like, yeah, yeah, I can do some hoodies. Because um, he'd already done hoodies for the gym and they were good hoodies. I was like, oh, can you just like stick my logo on these? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what else can you do? He's like, I can do anything. And then it kind of grew. And I was like his first main customer. We did our first 100 hoodies. Um, and then obviously we've built the brand since then. And now I'm probably the biggest customer. But also I think AJ Morris goes to him. I think Georgie Fit goes to him. I think uh, CPT, Chloe, she also uses him. I've obviously given them the recommendations. Um, and now he's got a really big business from it. And it's, you know, it's kind of from me and him. That, like, just, well, it's from him building his own network, but also with people asking me, oh, where'd you get your stuff done? And I'm like, you know what? 
if you're someone I really like, if you're someone who is not going to challenge my my space, and you're doing your own brand, like cool, like here's the here's the guy. But I also get people who message me like, "Who's your supplier, bro?" And I'm like, "This took me years to build, mate. I'm not going to give you the answer. You can't cheat on the test." <laughs> uh, but more often than not, I'll tell you. So he does all my clothing, um, which is really handy. He also stocks all my cl- all my clothing in a warehouse, which is next to my house, which is like he lives three minutes from my my mum's house so when i go home i can just see everything he's got his warehouse in his garage um and i pay i pay per product that he sends so i don't pay which is a really good deal for me he do, i don't pay rent like to have my stuff in his warehouse uh, i just pay per item so i literally i order my items i do the samples whatever we fix once i've got the actual product i say to him right i want to order that he gets it all in at his place He'll send me in London like the ones that I want in double XL, and then I don't even see the other ones. So when people message me like, "Oh, can like for example, I had a few people message me this weekend, oh, can you bring me this to the Fit Expo?" I'm like, "I, I don't have it. Like it's at a warehouse. I don't touch it." So it's almost like drop shipping, um, but I'm a little bit more involved than drop shipping because um, I can go to his house and just see the products and see the process. Um, and then anything with the accessories, which maybe you're more interested in, obviously because you do assist your lift. Um, uh, those, uh, oh, I, I don't want to give away all the secrets, but those are from, some of them are from Alibaba, yes. Some of them are uh, from recommendations. Some of them are just from, like, from me Googling. Um, but most of them are from Alibaba, yes. And then you're, if you can build a really good relationship with these people, so the, for example, the people who make my cuffs, like I've got a really good relationship, obviously because I've given them shitload of money. Um like we can, I can just message them and be like, "Can you make this product?" And they're like, mm, "Let me talk to our engineer." Like they don't make that product, but if you talk to the engineer, oh yeah, we could probably make you something. So for example, I had some D handles done, um, and they just made them like unique. So there's definitely um, room for manipulation in those in those types of places. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, final question. Final question. <laughs> Have you ever had a psychedelic experience? You're new here, aren't you? <laughs> uh, dude, if you go back to some of the first podcasts, I used to do story time. In fact, maybe I'll bring back story time. And I used to give a story about university or whatever. So I've taken mushrooms like two, three times. I've taken LSD, like acid, like four or five times. And I've also done DMT twice. Um, and I've told like some stories from those. So maybe I'll bring back some stories for the guys who've not heard them before. Um, should I do one now? Should I do a story now? I try. I can't. You know, I can't think of a story right now. I'll do. I'll do a story on the next one. I'll think of it so I can plan it out, like plan the story and say it properly because I can't. I can't do it off, off, off my head. But um, yeah, man, you're new here. We we got plenty of uh, plenty of psychedelic, plenty of psychedelic experience. And um, honestly, I, I really enjoy it. And I think that I've got what I needed out of psychedelics at this point in my life. I'm not going to say I'm never going to do it again. I was going through a very hard period of my life when I didn't necessarily know what to do. I didn't know who I, I didn't, and by that I mean I don't know who I was as a person. I don't think I was my my true self um, for a very long time. I don't think that it was solely, I, I, I actually say to this day that weed changed my life more than anything, more, any, more than any of those psychedelic drugs um, for whatever reason. Um, but I definitely had some profound experiences, um, some very, 
very thought-provoking experiences as well. And I don't think it's for everyone. I don't think that everyone should go off and smoke some DMT, but if you are a psychedelic explorer, a psychedelic adventurer, then definitely uh, start from the bottom and work your way up. But we're going to leave it there, guys. Um, if you guys enjoyed, please leave a rating. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you again to Heavy Duty Gymwear for sponsoring the podcast, and we will see you all very soon, probably next week. Peace and love, everybody. Bye-bye.